This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. In Alhamdulillah Ta'ala, Nahmaduhu wa Nasta'inuhu 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 وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار from the names that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions concerning himself Jalla fi ulah in the Qur'an is the name of Allah al-Malik, the King. It is mentioned six times in the Qur'an in three forms. The first of them is al-Malik, that Allah azza wa is the King. The second is al-Malik, that Allah is the owner. And the third is al-Malik, that Allah is the all-powerful sovereign. From the very beginning of the Qur'an in Surah Al-Fatiha, it is one of the first names of Allah Azza wa Jal that we're told about. That Allah Azza wa Jal is Al-Malik. And then six times throughout the Quran in its various forms, it is mentioned this name of Allah Azza wa Jal, the last of them being in Surah Al-Hashr in the 28th juz of the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Fatiha, he describes himself and he says that he is Maliki Yawmiddin, the owner of the day of judgment, or in the other qira'ah, the other reading, Maliki Yawmiddin, the king of the day of judgment. And that is because on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, Allah Azza wa Jal will be the owner of that day and the king of that day. Those two names of Allah Azza wa Jal are very closely related, but there is a difference between the two. The difference between the owner and the king. The owner is the one who possesses, and the king is the one who judges and rules, and his commands are enacted. No one can oppose his command subhanahu wa ta'ala. A owner, a possessor, can own something, but they're not necessarily the king. You may own a property, but you rent out that property to someone else. So you own the possession, but it's day-to-day running, you give that to someone else. We often see it in governments, when the king is the king of the country or the queen of the country, but then they give its day-to-day running to someone else. That's very common. But on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, Allah Azza wa will be the malik of that day, he will own it. There will be no other king, no one else to oppose the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he will be the Malik, the king of that day. His command alone, his judgment alone, his rule alone on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. It is from the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From the meanings of these names that Allah Azza wa Jal is Al-Malik and Al-Malik, the king and the owner, is therefore that that which Allah Azza wa Jal wills and commands in this universe, his universal will, it must happen. There is no kingdom beyond the kingdom of Allah, no sovereignty beyond the sovereignty of Allah Azza wa Jal. There is not a place that you can escape to except that Allah is its king. Allah is its owner. 
There is nowhere that you can hide, no place that you can go to, no other person that you can seek refuge in that has power above the power of Allah Azza wa Jal. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He speaks to the disbelievers in the Quran, He says to them, Say to them, those that you claim are gods besides Allah, they own nothing. Not even a grain in the heavens or in the earth. Whereas on the other hand, Allah Azza wa describes Himself and He says, concerning Himself subhanahu wa ta'ala, Say, O Allah, You are the one who owns all things. You are the owner of all kingdom. You give kingdom to whomsoever you will. And you strip away kingdom and power for whomsoever you will. You empower whomsoever you will. And you humiliate whomsoever you will. All goodness is in your hands, O Allah. You have power over all things. And that is why from the meanings of these names of Allah, that he is Al-Malik and Al-Malik, the king and the owner, is that there is no true kingdom except the kingdom of Allah. And there is no true king except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Each and every single one of us is a king in our own right. We own things, we possess things, you have the ability to do certain things and choose not to do certain things. You own your body and your limbs, your eyesight, your hearing, that's yours. You choose how to use them or how not to use them. A man is a king in his home, a person may be a king in their business empire, and then you have kings of kingdoms and lands and countries. But all of that is beneath the kingdom of Allah Azza wa Jal. All of that is beneath the kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah willed, He could take away our vision and our eyesight. If Allah willed, He could take away our hearing. If Allah willed, He could take away our wealth or our children or our health. And if Allah wills, and when He wills subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will take away our life. And Allah Azza wa takes as He pleases and gives as He pleases subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one can oppose His will. No one can oppose the kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why throughout history, there were mighty civilizations, mighty empires and kingdoms that once existed. Today, they're no longer seen. Kings are deposed all the time. People rebel against them all the time. فَتَعَالَ اللَّهُ الْمَلِكُ الْحَقِّ So exalted be Allah as He says in Surah Taha, the one true king, subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the hadith of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu, in Sahih al-Bukhari, he said that a Jewish man came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam one day, and he said to him, O Muhammad, inna allaha yumsiku samawati ala isba' wal aradina ala isba' wal shajara ala isba' wal jibala ala isba' wal khalaiqa ala isba' thumma yaqulu ana al-malik fadahika rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hatta badat nawajidu the Jewish man came and he said to the Prophet O Muhammad, on the day of judgment, Allah will grasp the heavens on a finger, and all of the earths on a finger, and all of the trees on a finger, and all of the mountains on a finger, and the rest of creation on a finger, and then he will say, I am the true king on this day. The Prophet smiled when he heard this, meaning acknowledging the truthfulness of this man's statement. And then he recited the verse, they have not given to Allah his due rights. Allah Azza wa Jal is the one true king, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is the one who will decide. And Allah Azza wa Jal is the one who determines as he pleases, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why from the meanings of these names that Allah is al-Malik and al-Malik, he's the king and the owner, is the meaning that Allah Azza wa Jal alone is all-powerful. Because every other kingdom, every other power that a person has, it is due not only to themselves, but due to those factors around them.
because all of us are inherently weak. A person is a king because the people accept him as their king. A person is a king because he has wealth. A person is a king because he has armies to support him. A person is a king because he has peoples, people that will come and aid him. But Allah shows us throughout history in the stories of the Quran, that soon as soon as those things are left or as soon as those things are removed, a person's wealth, a person's support, a person's armies, those people are deposed. People revolt and rebel against their kings all the time. History shows us this throughout the ages. But Allah His kingdom is not because of any external factors. Allah isn't a king because of the wealth that he possesses or a king because he has armies and supporters. Allah is a king because he is subhanahu wa ta'ala almighty and all powerful. Allah is the creator Jalla fi ula. Doesn't need anything or anyone. Everyone else's kingdom is dependent upon themselves and others. But Allah's kingdom is not dependent upon anyone. And that is why he is Malikin Nas. He is the king of all of humankind. And Allah's will in this earth and in the next life, in this life and in the next, in the heavens and the earth, is the only will that Allah that, 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 that is enacted. What Allah commands it is done. And what Allah wills it must be done. And no one has the ability to oppose the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This name of Allah Azza is from the greatest names by which we know our Creator and our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because it gives to the believer the sense of the ibadah that they should have for Allah Azza wa Jal. The tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That the one that you worship is the one that is all powerful. The Creator, the Lord, the Sustainer, the one who controls everything in the heavens and the earth. And he is the one who is all powerful and almighty. So therefore when we worship him, when we stand in prayer before him, when we raise our hands in dua before him, when we prostrate on the ground before him subhanahu wa ta'ala, we do so acknowledging that Allah is the one true king. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Qur'ani wa sunnah. Wa nafa'ani wa iyaakum bima fihima min al-ayati wa al-hikmah. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum. Wa li jami'il muslimin min kulli dhambin fastaghfiruh. Innahu kana ghaffara. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له إله الأولين والآخرين وشهد أن نبينا محمد عبده ورسوله المصطفى الأمين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد from therefore from the greatest lessons that we take from the names of Allah عز وجل that he is الملك والمالك the king and the owner is that we devote all of our worship to him alone subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Azza wa tells us in Surah Al-Hashar, Al-Malik. He is Allah. None has the right to be worshipped except him, the one true king. And that is why the believer is the one who in this life, every single day that they wake up, they acknowledge the pledge that they have made to Allah Azza wa and the covenant that they have made with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They recognize the purpose of their creation that Allah only created me and you for his worship alone. So every day they renew their tawheed and their iman. Every day are days of worship and obedience to Allah Azza wa Jal. Every day they try their utmost to fulfill the commands of Allah and stay away from the prohibitions of Allah Azza wa Jal. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward those people who do so. Just as the kings of the dunya reward people for their loyalty and their service, then Allah Azza wa Jal who is the greatest of all kings, and the king of all kings, on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, he will reward the believers for their loyalty and their service. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us at the end of Surah Al-Qamar, إِنَّ الْمُتَّقِينَ فِي جَنَّاتٍ وَنَهَرٍ Indeed, the people of taqwa, the pious, those who live their lives according to taqwa, they will be in gardens and in rivers. فِي مَقْعَدِ صِدْقٍ عِنْدَ مَلِيكٍ مُقْتَدِرٍ 
they will be in the assembly of truth upon the seat of truthfulness with the all-powerful sovereign. They will be with Allah Azza wa Jal. That assembly of truth, that position of truthfulness is because they acknowledge in this dunya that Allah is the one true king. That he is therefore deserving of all worship. That every other type of kingship and sovereignty is below the sovereignty of Allah Azza wa Jal. So every day they dedicate themselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To acknowledge that Allah Azza wa Jal is your king means and necessitates that you worship Allah Azza wa Jal. That you have iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That you look at the halal and the haram and you stick to those commands of Allah Azza wa Jal. That's the meaning of the word king, the one who is all powerful and the one who controls everything in the heavens and the earth. Allah Azza wa Jal will honor those people on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And they will be with that all-powerful king subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he will honor them with the greatest of rewards in the eternal abode of Jannah. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal on this blessed day of Jum'ah to make us from amongst those people. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the ability to spend our lives in worship and submission to him Jalla fi That Allah Azza wa Jal makes us people of truthfulness in Tawheed and in Iman and in worship and in deed and in action. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses us and showers his mercy and forgiveness upon us. And that Allah azza wa jal forgives us for our sins and our shortcomings. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he makes our affairs easy and the affairs of our brothers and sisters across the world. And that Allah azza wa jal showers his mercy and forgiveness upon our deceased. And he cures the sick from amongst us and helps those who are going through hardship and difficulty. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifoon. Wassalamun ala musaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alayhi. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.